0: This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. This is a <laughs> Hey everybody, Joe Smith here for your Weekend Geek for the week of November 25th to December 1st. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, but now let's talk about the Weekend Geek that's fit to speak. In movies, the Department of Justice filed a motion in a New York federal court to terminate the Paramount Consent Decrees, a series of legal rules from the 1940s which forbade the companies making the films from owning the theaters that screened them. The DOJ has argued in their motion that with changes in the film distribution marketplace due to broadcast and streaming services, The Paramount decrees no longer makes sense, and the removal could even be beneficial to theater owners. J.J. Abrams revealed earlier this week that a complete script for The Rise of Skywalker had made its way onto eBay. Luckily, a Disney employee spotted the auction and bought it before it could be released to the public. While Abrams did not name which cast member had lost it, John Boyega admitted that the lost script was his fault. The actor explained that he was moving apartments and left the script under his bed. Weeks later, a cleaner discovered it and posted the auction for roughly $85. Comcast aired a long-form commercial for Xfinity that aired during Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which featured E.T. returning to visit Elliot after 40 years. Henry Thomas, the actor that played Elliot in both the original film and this commercial, stated in a press release, the audience is going to get everything they want out of a sequel without the messy bits that could destroy the beauty of the original And the special place that it has in people's minds and hearts. Comcast did get Steven Spielberg's blessing of the concept through its development. The extended four-minute version of the commercial has been posted to YouTube and a link is available down in the podcast description. Universal Studios is continuing to diversify their modern takes on the Universal monster films. Variety has reported that Elizabeth Banks is directing and starring in a new original take on Invisible Woman for the studio. It should be noted that this film is not to be confused with Marvel's Fantastic Four character or with Universal's other Invisible Man movie, coming out in February and starring Elizabeth Moss. The Hollywood Reporter stated that Channing Tatum plans to co-produce an adaptation of Sand Keith's comic The Max with Vertigo Entertainment. While it's currently not clear if the adaptation will be a series or feature, the producers are actively meeting with writers and filmmakers to decide the right approach. And quick bites... Will Patton and Cassidy Freeman are joining the cast of The Purge 5 in undisclosed roles. Godzilla vs. Kong has been pushed back eight months and will now release on November 20th, 2020. And a since-deleted Twitter video teased that Bill and Ted Face the Music will be releasing in nine months. In television, according to the research group Parrot Analytics, The Mandalorian became the most in-demand digital series in less than two weeks after its debut unseating Netflix's Stranger Things, which had held that position for 21 weeks. In the wake of its release, several news stories have been released relating to the production of the show. My personal favorite comes from co-writer and co-director Dave Filoni, who revealed at a Mandalorian screening that Werner Herzog was extremely protective of the Baby Yoda puppet. After the filming of a scene with Herzog and the puppet, the crew prepared for a second take without the puppet in case they decided during post-production that the puppet wasn't convincing enough, and a digital version needed to be inserted. Herzog, a highly acclaimed director in his own right, went to Filoni and director Jon Favreau and told them, you are cowards, leave it. Herzog has also stated that the sight of the puppet on set would bring him to tears, calling it, quote, heartbreakingly beautiful. Thankfully, we have more episodes of The Mandalorian coming in the future. A few weeks back, Jon Favreau announced via Instagram that season two had begun filming. The BBC has confirmed with their latest trailer that Doctor Who's 12th season will premiere with a two-part episode on New Year's Day 2020 on BBC One and BBC America. AMC has released a trailer for The Walking Dead World Beyond. The new Walking Dead spinoff follows the first generation raised in the zombie apocalypse and stars Julie Ormond as Elizabeth, the charismatic leader of a large, sophisticated and formidable force. The first season is currently shooting and is scheduled to air in the spring of 2020. Francis Lawrence, best known for directing Constantine and I Am Legend, recently revealed to Slash Film that he's acquired the television rights to Chuck Palahniuk's novel Survivor, in which the last living member of a death cult attains international celebrity. And some quick bites. M. Night Shyamalan announced Servant has been renewed for a second season at Apple TV. Strange Angel has been cancelled at CBS All Access after two seasons. And sadly, both Joel Hodgson and Jonah Ray Rodriguez have confirmed Netflix has cancelled Mystery Science Theater 3000. In video games as part of Valve's Steam Autumn Sale, the Valve Steam Controller was put on sale for $5 plus shipping and is sold out forever. Valve has stated that this is the last production run of the gamepad which was released back in 2013, so if you're a fan of the dual trackpad design controller, this was your last chance to get it brand new. Google stated that the Stadia launch games Tomb Raider and Farming Simulator 19 will be free to pro subscribers of the streaming platform in December. In addition, any Stadia Pro subscriber that has purchased either game since Stadia went live is eligible to receive a refund for that purchase. In an Oculus blog post last week, Facebook announced that they have purchased Beat Games, the game studio behind the popular VR game Beat Saber. In addition, the blog stated that they will continue to ship content and updates for all currently supported platforms. A Resident Evil 3 Nemesis remake is in the works from Capcom and will reportedly release in 2020. And that, folks, is your Weekend Geek. As always, a full listing of this week's articles is available with source links down in the podcast description. And I'll see you geeks next week. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.